Pinch me, um, and I'll slap you. I slap me. Okay, I felt that slap. Yeah. So I think I'm. I think I'm yeah. here. I think this is I'm not, not like a, a fever dream. No, I think I'm not an ethereal being anymore. Yeah, I'm definitely in this like plane of existence. Okay, good. No, because you know we we've taken such a big gap in the podcast that I felt like maybe we didn't exist for a little bit. Man, our gaps have gaps. Our gaps have gaps. We have gaps. And then those gaps also have gaps. A giant ass pussy. No. No, I don't see that. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen. I think we should go back on a break. <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the train of ambivalence. We're back. We're back. <laughs> and it's season three, are we? Yeah. How long yeah. was season two? Was season two like five episodes? Probably like five episodes. <laughs> like a proper like BBC drama was like five episodes for like a year, like no, three year like break. And then we're back. Yeah. If anything, we are holding true to our British customs. Without yeah. a doubt. Without a doubt. It's like quality over quantity, but we also don't really have quality as often, so... But we do have a pop filter. We do have a pop filter now. So, pop, 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 pop. That's like a drive-by. <laughs> I, like, I like the little lines it makes on the little, on garage band. Like, go, pop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, how have you been? Because, you know, everyone knows that outside of this podcast, I don't speak to you and you don't speak to me. Yeah, like, we just don't talk to each other at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We existed in the opposite planes of the ethereal being yeah. plane. And then, like, one of us messages, like, sends out a signal mm. podcast, and then we initiate conversation. This is, like, the bat signal. Yeah. But what would our icon be? A pop filter. <laughs> would, you, would, it be, would it be, like, a train? <laughs> I didn't even say filter, I said pop filter. <laughs> It's just like it's a little train in the sky. Like we need you back, yeah. you bastards. The our our zero listeners need us back. Our zero listeners need us back. To be fair, to be fair, I'm sure we will have multiple listeners going forward. Mm, you never know. Because uh, we finally figured out how to clone Doug. Man, like me, man, like these guys have a pop filter. <laughs> these guys sound professional. Yeah. Finally, yeah. after all these years. But we're back. And we're going to make the most of it until you leave again. Until I leave again. <laughs> you goddamn life-saving bastard. <laughs> when, have I, when have I left? I said, did I say again? Again. Um, well, technically you left when I left, when we took the big break. Okay. But now that we are back, and it's only you leaving this time. Yeah. Because you're going to go become a... Doctor. Doctor. You're going to finally evolve into Doc Rick. Doc Rick. Amrix Pachemin Singh. Amrix Pachemin Singh. Yeah. I like that. I think it has a nice ring to it. Dr. Amrix Pachemin Singh. And my initials would spell ass. Well, with doctor, it would be das. Dr. Ass. Dr. Ass. Dr. Ass is amazing. The ass man. 
<laughs> it's like in Seinfeld when there's a pro- uh, there's a proctologist and it's like his license plate sp- is Asman. <laughs> Brilliant, love it. Love it. I want to be the Asman. Fair play. I can only say like I I really can't wait for that to be the case. Kids, well, if you persevere, you study hard, you too can be the Asman. You too can be the Asman. So, we have a fair bit to catch up on on this podcast, but we're still going to try and keep it. Within a reasonable amount of time, we don't want any more WandaVision episodes. Yeah, that's so true. But I love the idea of like, trying to catch up like for myself, like as a person who can barely remember what they had for dinner last night. <laughs> it's just a wild concept. Let's you know, see how this goes. that phrase is kind of becoming like a callback because you've said that quite a few times. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> people yeah. just walking around with t-shirts with like your face just going, I, I don't, don't know, know what I, I had for dinner. I don't know what Did I had I for dinner. Did I just starve? Do I look after myself? Dude, it's like... As in your in your um, expert doctor opinion, should you eat? I would recommend eating. Yeah, I am a advocate of eating. Okay. And yeah, I support eating. I'd recommend if you have the ability to. Hmm. What if you drink all of your food through a milkshake because you had a car accident, and your that's your like, jaws got okay. wide shut? I mean, there's there's a variety of products out there that can ensure that you get your full nutritional support. Um, meet your full nutritional needs like calorifically but also protein wise and vitamin wise as well so there's a lot of options out there you can have like a tube in your tummy to receive the liquid Mm. nutrition you can have one through your nose that doesn't sound fun imagine having like a lasagna tubed into your nose it's not quite lasagna (laughs) it's not like some Garfield level of like (laughs) nutrition it's like specially formulated liquid that's (laughs) Not lasagna flavoured. I'm not sure if they have any flavour. I mean, if it was... I mean, I've always wanted to try it. Like, yeah. drink it, but no one's let me. <laughs> you just walk up to one of your patients and be like, hey man, let me hit that. <laughs> like, oh, I'm always going to the storm again. Make sure he's not drinking the fluids. Yeah. I always wondered, like, you know when you have the IV drips? Like, what if you just put your mouth to the other end and started sucking on the well, water? It's like... So, like, the most common one we give is 0.9% salt. Hmm. I mean, like that's still quite salty. Is is it okay? So it's a salty drink. Yes, it's, it's not like it's not like actually distilled water. It's like some like isotonic like formulation of like water, huh. and then occasionally you might have other components as well. I legit thought it was just like hooking water no, into you. Not, not just water. <laughs> it's actually other bits. So normally it's just like, no. The basic one we most often give is sodium chloride, zero point nine percent in a liter. So, is it ever possible to, like, over-IV someone and drown them? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Oh. Like, if you have kidney failure or heart failure... This is taking a really weird tangent. If you have kidney failure or heart failure or some, some other kind of, like, organ failure... Like that, like many of our listeners do. That many of our <laughs> listeners actually do. Or many of my patients actually do. Fluid can accumulate in either your legs, your arms, your face, your cheeks, your lungs. And you could just drown yourself. Okay, if you want a situation, you should get like a pin, and then wherever it's accumulated, you just like prick them, and then it just starts. <laughs> Funny you mentioned that. Pouring out. Funny you mentioned that. Like one of my colleagues was trying to take uh, bloods from a very like fluid overloaded individual, hmm. and their arms were quite swollen with fluid. So when they were trying to get into a vein, they were just getting like fluid from the surrounding tissues. <laughs> so it was like coming out like a very like diluted bloods, <laughs> and we were like, and I was like. That is so weird. It's like cordial, but blood. Yeah, cordial, but blood. <laughs> For vampires who are trying to look after their bodies. Yeah, if you're trying to, like, cut down a bit, but not all the way. <laughs> it's like a nicotine patch for a vampire. 
like, I like nicotine gum. Blood light. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. How are we looking in the... Okay, so back to, the, I guess, the main topics of this podcast. That yeah, the stuff was, we normally talk about, not, not fluid overloaded patients. And We have stuff. talked a fair bit in the past about you and your work. Like, remember we talked about you plugging the podcast to your dead oh, patients? Oh, to the dying people. Yeah, like that was, that was medical talk, kind of. Yeah, that was medical talk, wasn't it? Yeah, so we do touch on it sometimes. Never really took off, though. Never took off? No. I mean, I guess COVID happened in between, did it? Yeah, no, no, it was like during COVID. During wasn't it? COVID, I mean, really, you've had more than enough opportunities. <laughs> yeah, just I think people are just quite ungrateful. I don't know what they're missing. But like, have you ever considered playing the podcast over like the hospital wide PA? I don't think we have a hospital wide PA. Ah, so nobody can be like. That, I think that's quite an American concept. Okay, hospital wide PA. I like as because as we watching Scobs to prepare for medical school, of course, because that's what you do. <laughs> yeah, um, it's part of like mandatory like preparation for like um, any kind of. Medical based course. Yeah, I can but imagine. Yeah, of course, they have a PA in that hospital in Scrubs, yeah. and I think at one point Janet takes it over. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Or you come to his patients, your loved ones have moved on. <laughs> you're, you're in the future. <laughs> Everything runs on potatoes. Potatoes. But yeah. Where are we going with this? Um, gaming news gaming slash news. film news. Oh, yeah, that's Some... news to me. <laughs> that's news to me. Well, that's news to me. Do you want me to say it? Yeah, please. Okay, so. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Do I say it before the segment or do I say it while we're in the middle of it? I think it's time to go to our regular segment that we've done like two to three times. That's news to me, where we just look at news and see what we can find. Well, that's news to me. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have to say it like aggressive. You're, I'm playing bad cop. You're a good cop. Okay. We're going to switch at some point. Okay. It's you, like, just like we don't even realize, we'll just like switch. <laughs> we, life takes its normal order. Okay, so I think it's good to start whilst you're also scouring the news app. I think a good place to start would be probably the PlayStation Plus uh, uh, subscription. Okay, then let me click on the PlayStation bit of news. <laughs> you literally, like, literally on my like on my Apple News, I've got like channels and topics. I've got Nintendo, PlayStation, anime, movies, NHS, public health, medicine, and yeah. And that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's all the things I care about in life: <laughs> gaming, anime, and health. <laughs> Which, to be fair, one of them you have a segment on, the other you have a podcast on. I was, and the I, I, other I was like, you... I have a segment on health? <laughs> you have a segment on anime when you go into your anime corner. Slash roundup. <laughs> slash roundup. It's a corner. It's but... a round... I, I forget which one I, I prefer. <laughs> you prefer the roundup, yeah. and I'm telling you it's a corner. <laughs> I feel like a cowboy when I say roundup. <laughs> It's like you're you're riding horseback through all the anime town, and you're like you're like get over here, and like you're you're putting a lasso around Dragon Ball or Naruto. Then you're shouting behind me, get back to your fucking corner, (laughs) get back to your corner, you cowboy bitch. (laughs) Anyway, in PlayStation news, in PlayStation news, what you got? I I guess I'm just talking more generically here, but they've um, so yeah, in the last couple of months they launched the PlayStation uh, Premium streaming service. Okay. So you've basically now got three different tiers of PlayStation Plus. All of it, streamium. Streamium, exactly. And uh, the the essential tier, which is like the bottom line one, is basically uh, the original PS Plus. So just like ability to play online mm-hmm. and a couple of new games every month. Nice. Then you've got the medium one, and I think it's called the essential essentials. No. I really thought you were going to say Ascension. 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 Um, the medium tier, mm-hmm. and basically you just get like a few extra. You get all like the PS5 catalogue and PS4 catalogue that they have. Okay. And then on 
premium, which is one I fucking have, yeah. um, you get all of the PS5 and PS4 games as well as PS1 games, as well as PSP games, and you can also stream PS3 games. That's pretty comprehensive. It's very comprehensive. Honestly, it's kind of overwhelming. It's, mm. it's literally the Netflix problem. Like, you'll, you'll go onto the app and you'll be like, man, it's hey, too man, much here. Like, <laughs> do you want choice? Do you want so much choice? Your mind just melts. It, it literally became that point to me quite recently. But I have managed to get through quite a few free games as a result of it because I'm like, fuck it. May as well make the most of this. So I, I played, like... There, there are certain types of games that I play mm. that I'm like, I know, knowing me, I know I will never play this game again after I'm finished. Mm-hmm. So it's like I played the Guardians of the Galaxy game because mm-hmm. that was on it. And it's like, well, it's for free. What did so, you think of it? Was it any good? It was so good. Oh, cool. It was so good compared to like the Avengers game. Oh, my God. I remember the trailer looked pretty awesome on that. It's, good. it's quite different. It's very and good. The voice, act- voice acting looked incredible. The soundtrack's amazing. Cool. The soundtrack is so good, dude. It's like there's this one mechanic, and I don't want to spoil too much for people who want to play the game, mm. but there's this one mechanic. It's called like a, a huddle because you only play a Star Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, and but you, oh, you can't switch between the team. You don't switch between the team, but you control them by like pressing L one and one of the buttons. Okay, okay, so you can send them basically like directional, kind of yeah. like a kind of concrete. Yeah, basically. So it's like you're in the middle of doing a combo, and you can be like L one and triangle, and Drax will just finish off your combo with a special move. That's quite sick. So it'll be stuff like that. So it's mm. actually probably more engaging than switching between each of them. That's really cool. Uh, and it's, it's great. And and there's this one kind of like, the way you do your super move, a super move is like a huddle. Mm. So in the middle of the battle, you, you get Star-Lord who will just be like, everybody huddle up, and then he'll give them a speech. And if you choose the right options in the speech, so mm. you were like, the, the, it depends on what the Guardians say. You have like a pep talk. <laughs> yeah, it's a pep talk. It's literally a pep talk. Like they'll say, they'll say, oh yeah, I'm. I don't even need you guys. I can beat this these guys on my own, and mm. or and then you'll have to basically do the generic. You need to come like you're gonna throw away. We're the, a team, guys. Yeah, we're a team. You need, you're gonna you're being too complacent, mm. and if they're like low on confidence, you have to perk them up. So it's really easy to figure out which one, which way around it is. That's quite. It's nice that it's like quite. I forget the word now. Interactive. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And, intuitive uh, is what I'm <laughs> And and uh, if you get it right, then all of a sudden Star Star Lord will get like his music player, mm-hmm. and he'll like the, the other guys will charge into battle. He presses play, and then whatever song will just start Takes playing, over. and it's amazing. That's really cool. It that's is nice so touch. cool. So like I'm in the middle of like one of the boss battles, and then that happens, and it just starts playing the final countdown. That's really uh, cool. Or, or um, that's a really nice touch. I like the sound of that. It's amazing. And uh, there's this one. There's there's uh, another one where it's, it played like I died in your arms or uh, 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 we're not gonna take it like it's basically old rock yeah 80s kind of stuff eighty eighty stuff yeah so yeah I, I honestly I find it really good and it's not like a long game I beat it in two three days really mm. that's and that's, really, that sounds really good though two three evenings like it's really not a long game I mean like the music aspect to that has really kind of sold me on it oh it's so good the music the musical aspect of it was like the best part of the game to be honest. That's just, pretty cool, though. Yeah, and it's, like, constantly playing. It's, like, 25 different songs, I think. <laughs> nice. At least you got a bit of variation as well. Yeah, like, I don't think at any point the same song played twice. That's good. That's what you want. You don't want, like, the same kind of, like, samey action over again. Yeah, exactly. Because it's, like, it's so great when, like, a song comes already that you actually like. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And to be honest, like, I like that entire era of music. Mm. So I'm, I was like, man, this is great. I love it. It had so much personality. They have some absolute tunes from that era. It really is. But yeah, I digress so much. Mm. But but um, I, I'm finding the PS Plus Premium to be quite good. Mm-hmm. I, I played what's that... The, what's its price point, sorry? 
Um, so the cost of premium is the combined cost of getting plus and now. Okay. So I think without a discount, it's like £110 a year. Okay. Al- along those lines. Mm. Whereas like when I paid for now, I paid like £30 for the year. And when mm. I paid for plus, I paid like 40 So really, I paid 70 that's really not too bad. Well, you make the... Considering you're you're going to make the money back if you're playing quite frequently. That's the thing. It's even infrequently, to be honest. Yeah. Because if if you go with, like, recommended retail price, or even half of that, mm. you're, if you play two, three, four PS5 games, you've made your money back already. No, oh, yeah. Because it's not just, like, Guardians of the Galaxy. It's like they've got Dark Souls, uh, Demon Souls on there. It's got Returnal... Um, Valhalla is on there. As really? I yeah, like there's quite a few games that I want to. Man, I've had Valhalla for such a long time. I've still not played it. This is not played it. Nope. <laughs> so I, I, I'm planning on playing like the earlier, more highly rated Assassin's Creed game. Fair enough. The so, um, the Ezio Ezio's collection. That's another thing. It it showed up the other day on the PS Plus. So I was Damn. like, so I was like, fuck it. I'm just gonna play these and then play yeah. Valhalla and be like wow, this is different. And I played Far Cry 3, and then I'm waiting for 6 to come out on there, and then I can play 6. And it's just cool having brand new games. I don't have to, especially for someone like me, I don't have to actually invest money in them. I can try them out, and if I don't like them, I don't like them. I don't have to worry. Yeah, no, that's a very good point. It yeah. makes life a lot easier, because like, I played God of War recently, but yeah. I couldn't quite get into it. Mm. But one of my friends has said, just keep keep like going going with it because I'm probably at the Frost Giants bit at the moment he said it does improve I like the Dark Elves bit is like a little bit meh yeah I would kind of agree with that it does get very good but my my biggest like point of fun with it was always just going around the different islands and I don't know I think you were already past that to be yeah. honest so I don't know if <laughs> I can give you the same advice my, my advice in general when it comes to games is like if you're not enjoying it within maybe the first couple of hours Sometimes it is okay to just be like, this isn't for me. I mean, that's very much what I do with books and most other media. Because that's how you should be. They're, yeah. they're designed for your entertainment. Yeah, if you're I'm not, not just going to sit there and like, <laughs> like torture myself over something I'm not enjoying. Well, I have, and that's the problem. I'm speaking for experience. Like, I've done that with so many games. And some of them do get better. Like, hence Final Fantasy XV. Hmm. I remember when I talked to you about that, and I'm like, dude, I'm ten hours in, and I still hate this game. <laughs> and then after that, it became a lot better. But it's like... It's like a relationship. You want to try and make this work, <laughs> or you're like, okay, we don't have kids, let's just end this. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, either you end this, or you have a baby to save the relationship, or you just get Stockholm Syndrome, which is either... Which I think is what I had with XV. <laughs> Kept hostage by the game. Kept hostage by Final Fantasy Fifteen. Yeah, you know, you ever find something out about a game in like way after you finish it and it pisses you off. Mm. Final Fantasy Fifteen. I found out in in the post game, which I never touched because I was done with the game. <laughs> in the in the post game, the car that you travel around the whole map in, um, it become it it can becomes an airship and you can fly it. Okay. And I was like, why isn't that a part of the main game? It's so irritating, because in every Final Fantasy, there is an airship, mm. and you're able to fly around the whole map, and it's kind of like the final, you know, this is how far you've come, and it shows you your ultimate progression. Yeah. And in that situation, I was like, why was it post-game? For fuck's sake, I have so many issues with Final Fantasy fifteen. So look forward to a review um, one at some point. Uh, yeah. Maybe I'll, next year. Maybe next year, After, yeah. After, like, another break. After another giant break. But anyway, so... Any other news? Any other news on your part? Um, PS5 scrapping the accolades because no one uses it. What are the accolades? Are they different to trophies? 
So, basically, Athlete's Feature, which is designed to encourage uh, better behaviour in online multiplayer games. Better behaviour? Yeah, something that we never did, will be discontinued. <laughs> because nobody showed better behaviour? Possibly. Was it because people are going like, ha, you got an accolade for good behaviour, you pussy. Like, it's like, yeah. You fucking bitch. You fucking bitch. <laughs> it's just like being at school, and it's like, you'll get this certificate for good behaviour. And I was like, look at this fucking guy. Like, hey, look, at this, look at this motherfucker with his attendance. <laughs> look at his try hard. <laughs> Goody two-shoe motherfucker. <laughs> Whoa, what's up we got? Um, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 came out yesterday. Mm. Um, yesterday you, you've and played one and two now haven't you I've played one and it's a very long game and I love it I, I really like Xenoblade 1 um, and I started to but f- yeah I, I, this is the first time I've ever been kind of annoyed by a game getting pushed forward because yeah. my plan was I'm going to play one two and then when three comes out in November I'll have beaten one and two cool. and then it got pushed forward to Ju- <laughs> to July and that's I've never seen a game do that before but it got pushed forward and then all of a sudden I'm like well that throws that out the window yeah <laughs> I mean that's quite funny though because that never happens that never happens that's exactly the opposite of uh, you know when like the Metroid 4 Mike Metroid Prime 4 was like the Japanese man just standing there like sorry <laughs> sorry we fucked up <laughs> it's, it's gone it's gone for good or whatever it's the complete opposite of that <laughs> yeah it's literally the opposite he's like standing there I'm like oh it's gonna be a delay I get extra time with two and he goes so we're pushing it forward because it's so good I'm like god damn it Here's a, here's a good one. This article is called uh, Video Games to Look Forward to This August 2022. Yeah. And you just say yes or no if you're looking forward to it. Okay. Or if you even heard of it. Yeah, let's do it. Mortuary Assistant. The fuck? <laughs> no. <laughs> Camp Canyonwood. No. Retreats to Enon. To what? Enon. No. Um, Two Point Campus. No. Lost in Play. No. Cult of the Lamb. Cult of the Lamb. Like yeah. as in like a, like, no. Like a baby sheep. <laughs> Marvel Spider-Man Remastered. No, because I've played the shit out of the original. <laughs> yeah. Madden NFL 23. No. Saints Row. Oh, yeah, actually, I'm looking. Okay. I'll get that. I'm, 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 I probably won't buy it. I'll, if it comes on premium, I'll play it. Destroy All Humans 2. We, uh, we probed. No, because I haven't played the first one. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The Cowabunga Collection. Yeah, why not? I'll give it a go at some point. A little to the left. Is that a game? Apparently. No. It's a game where a cute uh, puzzle game where you keep an eye and organise uh, mischievous cats. No. Sounds like something that I'd, I'd enjoy. I was going to say, you'd use more up your alley, to be honest. Yeah. I think we got a solid, you got a solid, like, maybe 50 cents, like, <laughs> or, like, excited for those. I, thought, I think only three of them I knew. That was fun, though. That was fun. But, wait, so is that just... All, of all games, or is it indie games? Um, no, they just listed off some games <laughs> that are coming out this August. Am I not as in tune with the gaming market as I think I am or something? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if anybody was to be in tune with the gaming market, I'd say it would probably be you. Yeah, and somehow... I don't know, maybe... Is it like PC games? Because even Marvel, that Spider-Man Remastered is a PC one. It's not a... I think it's a bit of a mix. Also, that Spider-Man Remastered, isn't it PC... Remastered because the PS5 one already came out. I believe so. When it when they released Miles Morales. Let me just double check on that one. That was close to the bottom. That literally was available from launch. Hmm. Ugh, I love I love that Spider-Man game, but you could not pay me to play through it all over again. 
Ja, Pokémon var så komplicerat också. Yeah. Pokémon kind of direct thing coming out tomorrow. Yes, looking forward to that. I guess it would be a good time to go through some of our predictions for it. But before I do, um, I think that's gonna be Pokemon in it. I think there's gonna be Pokemon in it too. Um, <laughs> I think there's gonna be Pokemon brought to us directly, <laughs> although it's called a Pokemon Presents, not Direct. So the Pokemon Presents. Yeah, to I, us. I keep, keep wanting to get Direct. <laughs> Everything, any any kind of news segment is a Direct. Pokemon Presents, but Pokemon Presents does sound better. That alliteration works for me. <laughs> I'm a sucker for any sort of alliteration. <laughs> Just imagine, if we take the Direct kind of. Um, mentality into like real world news and it's like the the prime minister the, the announcement of the prime minister is going to be announced and we're just like the prime minister directs I can't, I can't wait i'm gonna stay up all night for it it's like it's 5 p.m i'm gonna stay up all night it's like, it's like it, the, you make it sound like the prime minister is gonna be announced in a different country and we're just like gonna stay up for it like, yeah, yeah. Andrew, like, i did that for like the Amer- like um, american election like just stayed up all night for it that's true but that was because it's more interesting yeah true it's, it's very dramatic it's dramatic and also, like, yeah, it's, it's something like you probably want to know. What if we stay, you stay up all night to work out if we're actually going to war? So you're like, ooh, war direct. War direct. <laughs> like, announce, an, announce Russia. And you like, you get like a notification on your phone that you've been drafted. You're like, oh. <laughs> announce drones. Announce drones. <laughs> drones 2.0. Yeah. Ooh, so basically on the present... Um, there may be updates on mobile games like Pokemon Unite, Pokemon Go, and maybe some updates regarding Pokemon Sleep. Yeah, I still don't understand Pokemon Sleep. Me neither. I don't want to think about Pokemon while I'm sleeping. Me neither. Yeah. I've had Pokemon Home for a long time, though. Wait, have you made much use of it? Mm, no. Um, no, not really, because like, the only games I can access at the moment are Go and the ones on my Switch. Okay. So, like, I've not really been able to... Because my biggest collection of Pokemon are on my 3DS games. Okay, cool. So, like, I haven't really had that... Those those Pokemon in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking... Because last time, last time we did an episode... You know when we did the episode on the Eternals? Mm-hmm. Um, before it, we talked for, like, 20, 30 minutes about Pokemon. And when I told my brother, I'm like, Oh, yeah, you should listen to this episode about the Eternals because it's like we did a review of the Eternals and, you know, you'll, you'll enjoy it. <laughs> and then he told me that um, he gave up within the first 20 minutes because we just talked about Pokemon. And I that's mean, props what... for him to make it through for 20 minutes of us talking. Well, this is the thing. He, 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 he kind of made it obvious to me that we probably need, like, time codes. Yeah. Because I'm sure people will be we like... we spent a long period of time talking about Gods of the Galaxy, now we're back to Pokemon. Yeah, we, we kind of flip-flop flip flop so much between different topics. It's like we have such a wide um, variety of different nerdy things that we're interested in. And when we enjoy something, we kind of just go all in. Yeah, which is good. Passion's good. Um, but yeah, man, Pokemon. <laughs> yep. Pokemon. I can't wait for this new game just so I can, like... I, I don't know, Arceus is really, um, like rehyped me for the series yeah definitely it's kind of rekindled a lot of my interest in the series yeah massively because like diamond and pearl i was a little bit disappointed with yeah just a bit just a bit because like i, I was kind of what I, mean, I was expecting yeah for art style and the kind of issues that and also i felt like there were bits of the original like there there were points where i thought to myself i there are bits of platinum which were a lot better mm. like i think i still think platinum is probably the better option than playing like either of those two yeah, I feel like it probably should have remastered just platinum. Just platinum, yeah. Like I know, I know they wouldn't be able to do version exclusives and stuff, but it's like even if you call them diamond and pearl in name, but basically make them platinum. 
I, I want to stop you a second because I'm on my anime, 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 anime um, section of news and I've come across an article that says the eight best cat girls in anime. Okay. Um, stop let, everything. <laughs> so stop the, hold, what was I, hold the press. It's, we're done with the news now. It's Amrik's Anime Corner Roundup. Corner. The roundup corner. What's the what's the theme tune for Amrix on the corner? I don't have one. It's like uh, um, I feel like we should have like a horse that kind of gallops and then it gets louder and louder and louder <laughs> and then like some really like kind of wild west kind of music and then like I'm like it's time for hey kids it's time for anime oh, fuck <laughs> anime's Amrix corner you did that last time as well. <laughs> I feel I, I, I would like the title to have more alliteration but I'd probably struggle with it more. <laughs> anyway, titles. Anime anime's Amrix corner. Anime's anime corner. I feel like anime owned you more than you owned anime. Probably, so, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. makes more sense, that to makes, be honest. That makes a bit more, yeah. But anyway, um, Kagos. Okay. Uh, Nozomi Kiria from Mayo Neko Overrun. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. Blair from Soul Eater, so I have watched Soul Eater. It's pretty good. Soul Eater? Yeah, Soul Eater. Blair. It's pretty good. She's like a cat witch kind of thing. Okay. Um, Sian Hirohid... Hijiri Kawa from a show by the what? Okay. <laughs> Koneko. Oh, it actually has a Neko in the name. <laughs> Koneko Tojo from High School D&D. Um, Eris from Cat Planet Cuties. Okay. Cat Planet Cuties. I feel like that's something I need to be in. Like, I am an adult, actually. I mean, I, I'm, I'm okay saying I'm not really an adult. I, I, I might check that out. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I, I, like, I don't feel safe watching some of these. Ah. Like, you watch them, you're on some sort of, like, government list. Yeah, but if we're not on a government list for something else, then, like, I'd be surprised. You also got Leon from Akame Gakil. Never watched it. Is that the one you told me to not watch? I don't know. At this I point... I think that's the one that Doug said he accidentally watched. Because he was meant to watch Kill a Kill. Yeah. Milian Miliana from Fairy Tale. No idea. Nope. Alicia Wu from Sword Art Online. That's meant to be quite good. I went to see the movie for that. Any good? It was entertaining, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 didn't, I didn't really... Like, I went to go see the movie. Uh, I've not ever interacted with any piece of medium, media from uh, Sword Art Online other, other than that. Fair enough. Um, so the final thoughts section on this is quite interesting. Mm-hmm. These characters have a lot in common. As mangakas take a direct inspiration from cats, however, Japan has a love-hate relationship with cats, as they are adored for their cuteness, and pop culture has incorporated it well enough to sell. On the other hand, Japan has a spooky folklore history outline dedicated entirely to cats. Okay. Even not, these characters are great additions to their particular anime, and they bring a truckload of cuteness. So what are the Japanese superstitions when it comes to cats? I'm curious now. Let's fucking Google this. <laughs> Have a look at some more news, and I will... I will... You're going to come back to us with cats. Japanese folklore for cats. Okay, cool. Um, I guess the next thing to talk about would be uh, something to do with... Oh, do you see that Multiversus? No. That game which is basically like Smash Brothers, but with uh, its uh, Warner Brother characters. Okay. Yeah, so it's like... It's very strange. It's, it's pretty strange to be honest. It's got like Batman, but also LeBron James. You can make LeBron James fight Batman. Okay. I don't know. I don't know how LeBron James became a Warner Brothers property. To be honest with you, I guess from Space Jam. It is the Space Jam LeBron James. Yeah. Yeah. But interesting. So like Batman versus Bugs Bunny versus Harley Quinn. 
Okay. I, I kind of like imagine it's like you know in the spe- the first Space Jam where like the aliens have a plan to like enslave ins- enslave. Yeah, it seems quite insensitive. Yeah. But yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like, hey, look, MJ, like, MJ was cool with it back in the day. But like, <laughs> imagine like Warner Brothers have done that, but to like LeBron. <laughs> like, when's the last time you heard about LeBron? Um, Maybe that's why. Probably Space Jam too. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't be su- since. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if his soul was sold. Someone check on LeBron James. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like the guy doesn't need the money. It's weird. Yeah, but I'm sure he wants to live his life like not chained up by Warner Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Have you found it? Um. So cats in uh, Japanese literature and folklore, they play a large role in protection and good fortune. Um. They can be wise and foreshadowing. There's actually, like, a really popular um, book from, like, a piece of Japanese literature called I Am A Cat mm-hmm. by an uh, author called Soseki Natsumi. And it basically details life in, like, a, like, a kind of old period of, like, Japanese history where there's like, the entire story from a cat's perspective of, like, an upper kind of, like, wealth, like wealthy family. So it's, like, a really, like, interesting kind of a story about... It's a story about posh cats. Yeah. Okay. Well, kind of. Um, cute and cuddly. Uh, you obviously have like stuff like Hello Kitty, mm-hmm. and I can't see anything about. Oh wait, February twenty second is Nyan 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 Day or Cat Day. Cat Day. Yeah. Nyan 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 Day. Yeah. So that's that's twenty February twenty second. Yep. We missed it. Ha! Huh, we should probably bookmark that for next year. Yeah. <laughs> Special cat episode. Yeah, and like, you know, we gift each other a cat, and then I'll return mine. <laughs> yeah, because you're watching. <laughs> Yeah, just imagine that someone like trying to low key kill me, and they're like, "Here you go, here's this cat." I was like, "Thanks, thanks a lot, man." I don't know, like, how are they gonna kill you with a cat? Are they gonna just like inject it into your veins? Imagine if instead of dying, I became like some sort of cat hybrid. Catman. Imagine how sexy I'd be. There's a catman in uh, Fairly Odd Parents, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's uh, Adam, Adam West. West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he voices Catman. Yeah. He's like, I'm Catman. That's hundred percent like superhero you'd be. Yeah, I'd probably be Catman. Um, so oh, Zane just shut in a box. <laughs> <laughs> it's alright, he's Catman. <laughs> it's like, hey, pick up my litter, bitch. <laughs> just scratch you on the leg. Be like, take that. Um, Should we go to the main section what? of our podcast episode? I was thinking before we do, so one last bit of like... News? Uh, not news, but more on cats. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you played any of Stray yet? I have not. Have you? Yeah, I played like the first half an hour. Okay, what do you think? They're very interesting. So like you're basically, you're very literally just controlling a cat. Mm. Walking around and interacting with different things to try and make it through. Are you so, mashing that meow button? Mashing the meow button. I got a trophy for it. Um, <laughs> there's a, there's um, a lot of it is like puzzle based. So it's cool. like you're you're basically going through corridors mm-hmm. and doing puzzles mm. and being like, well, I need to cap my way out of this. <laughs> and then at some point, like uh, having in mind, I'm only half an hour in. Yeah. At some point, you start getting chased by like a gang of alien mice. It's Aww. like it gets kind of terrifying. I'm not gonna lie. There, I'm I'm looking forward to playing the rest of Stray. I just got caught up in Resident Evil Four. Oh, fair <laughs> So I played all of Resident Evil Four again. 
And then I played it again on like New Game Plus with all the unlocks and stuff. Nice. It's like it's like fitting. It's like wearing an old T-shirt that you just fit into perfectly. You know. I'm tempted to play Resident Evil Four again because it's been such a long time. It's just one of those games that it's like you can put me anywhere, any place, and if you gave me Resident Evil Four, I'd be like, yeah, you know what? I can I can pick this up. It's cool. <laughs> well, I actually might have to do that. It was like I did. I did the thing where like I unlocked all the extra bits of each of the guns and oh, so good so so and good the weapons in that game were so satisfying though. they're generally so satisfying like I think that was my biggest upset with Resident Evil 8 when mm. I played that is you can upgrade the weapons and when I upgraded I fully upgraded one of the weapons and I'm like oh man I can't wait to see what happens like does the gun transform and then I upgraded it and nothing happened and I think you can unlock like infinite ammo and stuff but you can only do that in the menu and it's like it's not the same thing mm. you can you can only do that for like a new game whereas I, I wanted to do it like as the reward in the game I was playing. So that, ah, it doesn't matter. Resident Evil 8 is still a very good game. Did you manage to play it yet? No. I'm currently playing Russia and Clank at the moment. Okay. And once I'm done with that, I'm probably going to play... I'm actually... Now you mentioned it, I'm really tempted just to replay Resident Evil 4. You should play... I, I bought it on Switch, so I can just play it on handheld as well. Oh, you've been playing on Switch? Or are you actually playing it on PS5? Well, so I own it on both. Okay. <laughs> um, so when I first played it... Um, a couple of years, well, a couple of years ago, I played it on PS4, mm-hmm. and then um, and replayed it on PS4, and then I uh, yeah I bought like last week basically I was just like oh you know what it's down to eight pounds and it's like one of my favorite games ever so I may as well buy it again I bought it again then I started playing it I, I, in in my head I was like I'll buy it and then I can you know uh, jump in and out of it uh, whenever I want. How does it handle on the Switch? Yeah, it's the same. It's the same game. You know, like you know, Resident Evil Four is like it's basically tank controls, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So it's pretty easy to get your. When I first started playing it, I was like, "Man, this is really difficult" because I forgot, I think, mentally mm-hmm. how to play that game. Yeah. Because it's been a couple of years. Mm-hmm. But then once I got into the flow of it, and once I started playing it on the TV, I remembered how you do things, and I remembered how you're meant to control it. Would you recommend it on the um, PlayStation or on the Switch? It's the same. Honestly, it's, yeah, there is no difference. It, like, at some points on the Switch, there's a few frame drops, but it doesn't really matter. Like, I'd honestly say just get it on Switch so you can play it handheld if you want. Oh, cool. Because nothing like shooting a Ganado in the face before you go to bed. I remember being absolutely terrified of, like, the regenerators, regener- what's that called? Yeah, the regenerators, the, the regenerators and the Iron Maidens, yeah. which are basically the regenerators but with spikes, yeah. and they give you a hug. Yeah. Uh, those things, like, both of those things, when they're making, like, the... <sighs> no, it's, it's, it's awful, but, like, you'd enter a room, and you'd hear that noise, and you're like, oh, man, where's that coming from? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can imagine when you were younger, like, even now, I was, when I was playing it, it's that noise, and then the, the Vista doors, which are, like, the giant bugs, mm-hmm. I hate the bugs more than anything. I hate them more than a regenerator. I had issues with the dogs. The dogs can fucking kill themselves. <laughs> I'm so glad you don't have to deal with them that much, but the, dog, the dogs just jump out at you without any warning. Did you get the four you make? Uh, what do you mean? Did you get that? It's not out yet. Oh yeah, is it? No, no. Four remake. It'll I'm come tempted out. for like to wait for the four remake. But I, it's not going to be the same. It's not going to be the same same though. No. But I think I think I should play like play it on the Switch or PlayStation and then wait and when the remake comes out, play that. That's what I'm going to do. So that's going to be like a nice kind of reintroduction to the game. That's what I essentially did with Final Fantasy VII, and mm. the remake has very little in terms of gameplay to do with the original. <laughs> Uh, Leon. I just love the ending where like she, um, I forgot the girl's name Ashley Ashley's like hey let's do something after this he's like no nah, I'm good yeah. <laughs> he's just like hey how about you want to do some overtime and he's yeah. like no <laughs> it's, like that, it's like that meme it's like 
the girl's like, oh, how, how big's your dick? He's like, small, leave me alone. <laughs> small, leave me alone. What's that from? It's from, uh, it's, it's, uh, shit. It's, I think it's from the Final Fantasy VII remake when one of the girls kept trying to come onto Cloud. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, you ready? Should we, should we start talking about the main subject or are you looking at memes trying to I'm, find I'm that? trying to find the origin of the meme. It's from, it's from uh, Seven Remake. Is it? Yeah. It's with Jessie talking to Cloud. Because in, in, in that game, she's just obsessed with him. So she's like, oh, my hero. He's like, just leave me alone. <laughs> anyway. Let's, let's go for it. Cool. Everybody. So this week's topic is the film we went to go see last on my birthday, funnily enough. Uh, Thor Love and Thunder, also known as 4 4. Also and Love and Thund. Love and Thund, oh yeah, according to the cinema ticket. And, uh, I think Love and Thund is a nice Victoria. Yeah, I, I think Love and Thund has a pretty good. It kind of reminds me of like a, uh, like a, like a dysfunctional uh, set of twins who are like. Who are, who are offspring of a giant. It's like, this is love and this is fun. And fun is like really dumb. <laughs> I thought like love's like, the, like, it's like the dad's a giant, the mother's like a human, yeah. love's like a normal child, and fun is the giant. Fun is a giant who's like dumb but sweet. Yeah. And love is like, a, you know, like normal but a bitch. Yeah. That'd be really funny. But love's their sibling. Yeah, and like they look after Thund. Yeah. We're getting very sidetracked with this and I kinda love it. Yeah. Um so you got, I think you we got, should you got a book right there. We got a book right there. That's yeah. a good point. <laughs> uh, I think we should <laughs> imagine that just call the book Love and for Love and Fund and they're like, You can't use four of these words <laughs> in combination with each other to sell a book. Um What if you just named it Love and Fund. And Thund. Or Fund and Love and hope nobody realizes. <laughs> Fund and love sounds like a weird sex thing, though. It sounds like a weird sex thing when you say love and fund. <laughs> yeah, love and fund. <laughs> They're both weird sex things. Yeah. Um, should anyway. we do non-spoilers first, and then at some point go categorically, here are spoilers? I think we should just go all in, because at this point, pretty much everyone's seen the movie. That's fair enough. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, here I is mean, your... We were pretty late, late to the game. <laughs> we were late to the game. This is especially late to the game, but... Okay, if you haven't seen it by now, then go see it. If not, then, like, really, you probably don't want to see it. It's more than... It's nearly a month old. Hmm. So, uh, we're just going to go jump straight into spoilers. Yeah. So, um... It's right, a tall movie. Right off the bat, let's, like, have our own rating system. So, basically, it's either, um... How many goats out of five would you give it? Yeah. Yeah. Let's... Let's do that. So, what if we... What if we, instead of, like, even so, giving it a numerical aspect, we just say, like... It's Five either... goats out of goats. <laughs> it's like the film was a goat or the film was a cow. And the cow is a shit one and the goat is a good one. I mean, goat, greatest of all time. Yeah, yeah it, it kind of works. And the yeah. cow is like, you know. Spoilers, this movie has goats. Yes, this movie has screaming goats. Yeah. Um, okay, I think I enjoyed it enough for it to be a goat. I'd give it at least a solid goat as well. Okay. Yeah. So basically we're saying it's good. Yeah, it's it's a go. It's a go. Yeah. Yeah. So, and and just to clarify for anybody listening, um, so as long even if it's medium, if it's medium positive, it's a goat, and if it's medium negative, it's a cow. If you know what I mean. Yeah. So like, if it's a four, it's a cow, but if it's a six, it's a goat. What's a baby goat called? I don't know. Uh, no, there is no baby goat. It's just, everything is okay. either goat or cow. Or you could do like the lifespan of a goat. Like a baby goat would be like a bad one, but like an old goat is going to be a good one. 
Yeah, but the old one's close to death. <laughs> Aren't we all? Aren't we all? Um, but, right. <laughs> so, goat and cow? Goat and cow. Goat and cow? Yep, cool. solid goat. Solid goat. Yeah. yeah. I enjoyed this. I think it was pretty fun. Um, classic Taika Waititi uh, dialogue when mm-hmm. it came to uh, the characters, which is usually the best bits of his film. Mm. Um, but yeah, what did you make of... Let's start with the story. So, Thor is basically joining with the Guardians of the Galaxy and then he's moving off on his own because he has to go help um, Valkyrie and essentially one thing leads to another. He meets Natalie Portman for who is dying of cancer and then um, they go fight the big bad who's Christian Bale and then they win and then she dies. <laughs> I mean, like, I did find... I did really enjoy the movie. I did have, like, some, like, minor issues with it. Just, like, I don't feel like they really, like, utilised the full world of, like, King Valkyrie. Like, even, like, especially, like, towards the end. Mm. I feel like she really taken a, took a back seat. Yeah, Valkyrie massively had a, like, no they, real arc to it. Yeah, she? they played down a world quite... Quite a, a bit. Lot. It was weird because they, they made a point about her being, like, the king mm. and then being, like, this, uh, this advertising person. Yeah, she's, like, the king who's... Basically bored with the role. Yeah, bored with the role. Wants to get into the battlefield. Then gets injured. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> you got to sit this one out again. Sorry. You can't play, you can't play in the big game today. <laughs> what did you make of uh, the Colosseum? We got to see the Colosseum of Gods. We got to see Zeus. That, and That was neat. I mean... Russell Crowe. Yeah. As that, a... that, that weird um, Greek accent which sounded like he wanted to study carpet. <laughs> Or like some sort of like fried meat. <laughs> I wish, I wish, I wish they got like Zorba to play the guy. <laughs> I think that guy's dead. He's definitely dead. Um, yeah, he's definitely dead. <laughs> but imagine the exhumed corpse of the gentleman that played Zorba. He's someone famous. I can't remember what his name was though. Let me just quickly look it up. I read the book recently. Oh really? Yeah, pretty good. Is it, wait, is a book? Yeah. It's a pretty good book. I gotta say. <laughs> oh, Anthony Quinn. I don't remember that name. Rings a bell. I was like, yeah. I mean, he's Zorba. But yeah, Uh, what did you make of the... So how did you feel like this story compared in in contrast to like Ragnarok? I feel like there was less tension. Less tension. I did prefer Ragnarok in terms of story. Yeah. But I did... I think it kind of balances out like the dialogue. It it picks up from the previous film and it works quite well Mm. with these characters. The addition of Natalie Portman is always a treat. And they did their best to give her a proper arc and kind of cover up, like, all the time she's missed. Yeah. And I think they worked out quite well. Ending quite sad, but I, also Christian Bale is just a fantastic addition to the film. I do love Christian Bale, just coming in and, and doing yeah. his thing. Anything your man touches is just pure gold. It's like the first time he's ever had to, he's ever been able, allowed to, like, speak his normal English accent in the film. Voice. <laughs> yeah, just his normal English, because a lot of people don't realise his English. Mm. Like, he's very cockney. Mm. Yeah. yeah, there's just a period of moment where he's like speaking to the kids and he busts out the accent. I'm like, damn, <laughs> he sounds like that. Yeah, so Christian Bale kidnaps the kids to basically use his leverage to fight Thor and yeah. get his um, axe hammer thing. Because he has like this magic sword which allows him to kill gods, mm. which they don't really elaborate on too much. Like it can talk, but can't talk. Yeah. But all the weapons in this can talk for some reason. Yeah, pretty much all the weapons have some sort of personality. And some sentience. Because, yeah. like, for example, uh, they have this love triangle joke with for his old hammer and uh, the Stormbreaker. That's a name, man. Mjolnir. Mjolnir and Stormbreaker. Yeah. And Thor's like, oh, you know, trying to hook up you. with his ex. Yeah, I missed you. 
and um, and it's just there. It's just not interested in him. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, what did you think of like the soundtrack and the actual fight scenes and everything? I thought they did this soundtrack before when they did Iron Man Two because mm. it was all ACDC, wasn't it? It's Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses. Fuck yeah, it was. But I'm not a fan of Guns N' Roses. Yeah, I know you don't like them. No. Like Axel Rose is a bit of a twat. Yeah. And uh, like my mum used my mum loves Guns N' Roses, but it's just like played to death in my household when I was a kid. Oh, okay, that I makes sense. Hate it. And as a result, I also hate Shania Twain. <laughs> my sister hates Shania Twain. Literally. Like, <laughs> I think I know, like, most of the words to most of the songs, because every time I was in a car, my mum would be playing, like, Shania Twain. She's <laughs> like, ah, ah, oh, I want to kill exactly myself. <laughs> I want to kill myself. It's even worse, because we'd always listen to Shania Twain in the car, and all my, most of my memories in the car would be after school driving to swim lessons, which I, always, which I also hated. <laughs> so, like... When I hear Shania Twain, I can vaguely, like, taste chlorine. chlorine. <laughs> and I'm like, man, I fucking hate this song. <laughs> anyway, trauma, trauma aside. Trauma aside. I don't like Guns N' Roses. You don't like Guns N' Roses, but if we didn't have Guns N' Roses, we wouldn't have Duff McWhalen. What? <laughs> Duff McWhalen. <laughs> Who the fuck is Duff McWhalen? So... This sounds familiar. So, in Mega Man X5... Um, the person who translated the Japanese to English, she named all of the bosses, the the, the robot masters, after members of Guns, Guns, and Guns and Roses. Roses. Yeah. So it was like Axel the Red, um, the Skyver, the, what, the, the, the whale character. The, the whale character, she named Duff McWhalen, because it was like Duff McParland or whatever the guy's name is. Mm. <laughs> like Duff McWhalen's the best name ever. Is really, Duff, Duff McWhalen sounds like the news anchor for like a local... like. American news, like, channels, like, and... <laughs> now to weather with Duff now to, McWhalen. Now, now to weather with Duck McWh- Duff McWhalen. Duff McWhalen. <laughs> <laughs> duck. Hybrid duck slash whale. <laughs> Duff McWhalen. Even saying his name out loud, you just kind of... If you say it three times, Duff McWhalen, Duff McWhalen, Duff McWhalen, it's like all that happens. You get crushed by a whale. A whale comes. <laughs> his original name was Tidal Whale. In Japanese, so all the re-releases, his name has changed back to his original, which is just Tidal I mean, Will. Duff McWhalen is just so much better. It's so much better, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's so much better. One of them is just called Matt Rex. <laughs> what 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 animal is he? Uh, it's a goddamn dinosaur. Okay, yeah, that Matt, makes sense. Matt Rex. <laughs> she really um. <laughs> that one was really stretching it. You say she's stretching it. I think she's a league. She's in a league of her own. Let me get the whole list out because there's some of them are really funny. Um, Mega Man X is there Five. An, is there anything about the, this movie Thor: Love and Thunder that you weren't happy with? Um, wait, before we do, right? So, so okay. The original names are Spike Rose Red. Burn mm. Dino Rex, mm. Spiral Pegasus, Dark Necrobat, mm. Shining Firefly, Vault Kraken, Tidal Whale, and Crescent Grizzly. You know the uh, Drake meme where he's like, "Yeah, that's me right now." <laughs> where he's like putting on the face, but like, "No, thank you." No, thank you. And then it's the the Drake where he's he wants it. Yeah, the Drake one. He's like, "Yeah, that one." That one is the Guns N' Roses one. Yeah, and the names are. So, Axel the Red, Duff McQuaylen, um, who's Duff McKagan, <laughs> Izzy Glow is Izzy Stradlin, Grizzly Slash is Slash, um, 
There was. I one. think we should start a petition to get them like members of Guns and Roses to legally change their names <laughs> to, to the these names. <laughs> I think we'd get some like serious traction on that. I think that this will this will work. Where what's the actual name? I want to see the whole name, not just. Um, yeah. I like do, it. Do, do. it works. I mean, honestly, like whoever did this is a legal or legal for incredible. It really is like. I'm just trying to find the full list. Ah, fuck it. Some of them are really funny. Look it up if you have the chance, ladies and gentlemen at home, because they're really funny. Duff McWhalen. 10 would recommend. Duff McWhalen can be like the thumbnail of this whole episode. Is is Duff McWhalen like a particular hard boss, or is he... um, Ugh, it is the biggest pain in the ass. It's not even the boss, like the stage itself is... The Mega Man X5 is not a good game, by the way. Okay. Like, it's not worth playing that game to get this joke. You just, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's not a good game. And and, uh, Duff McWhalen is a pain in the ass stage. Like, it's, um, it's three sections of it are an auto-scroller mm. and it's like this fucking giant whale thing not Duff McQuailen the mini boss mm. it's like chasing you throughout and it shoots missiles here and you have to beat like each of its fingers and it's like fuck this it's just tedious it takes like five six minutes to get through the stage okay and because of the auto-scrollers like they're just really really painfully slow I don't want that and it's underwater I'm, I'm very about going back to Drake no like I don't no 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 the Mega Man X5 just no that no. Sad Drake. <laughs> stick to Resident Evil 4, folks. Yeah, stick to Resident Evil 4. Stick to Mega Man X 1, 2. They're both good. Um, i trying to think. 4 is good. The rest of them... And back to Thor. And back to Thor. The rest of them you can miss. Now yeah. back to Thor. <laughs> Duff McQuaylin. How did we get there? Guns N' Roses. Yeah. The music. So um, in terms of what we didn't like about the movie, what did you not like about the movie? Guns N' Roses. Because Guns N' Roses. <laughs> but I mean, like... Thematically, it works. Like, particular hmm. fight scenes when he's, like, standing on the rock about to take down the fucking guys that are trying to take over a planet with the Guardians fighting yeah. against them. Scenes like that works fantastically. Hmm. I'm just not a fan of the actual music. But it works for the film. It works okay, for the I'll film. I'll give it that much. It works for the film. I think, like, the, the songs that they play, they, they always, what you're trying to say, like, it fits the action. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, just me not happy with how they played out with uh, King Valkyrie. Hmm. Um, I think probably Gore's, um, Christian Bale's minions were a bit kind of samey. He had minions? Yeah, like... Oh, the, 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 the spider things. Spider thingies. Um, I think Gore could, they could have done a bit more with him. Like, I feel like... Like, it would have been cool, like, Necrosword, come on, bring the dead back to life, have some, like, undead guys. I mean, like, Paladids, but... Yeah, or, like, bring back, you know... you could, like, bring back dead gods. Yeah, bring back, like, the dead bad guys. Yeah. That would be quite cool. Mm. Just bring back, bring back dead bad guys and be like, you know, you fight as a team against him. And then, but it's like not really them, but mm. four has to deal with that. I just think there was a lot of like middling in this one, if mm. that makes sense. So yeah. there was a lot of just the characters talking. And I get that the emphasis on this film has been let's focus on the relationship mm. more than the actual, you know, action and superhero yeah. stuff. To be fair, I mean, that's also like it kind of, it does, the movie does come across come across quite rom com Yeah. But I don't think it detracts at any point from the actual enjoyment, overall enjoyment of the film. Like, yeah. I think, like, Taika's done a good, quite a good, good job to, like, develop it quite well. Hmm. And you get a lot of the, like, overall kind of feelings both the characters feel in terms of both feeling, well, Thor particularly feeling quite awkward about things, but, like, feelings just kind of re-blooming. Re- and, yeah, I think it's worked quite well. I... At the end of things. I was about to say, it sounds like we're wrapping up the Thor bit and it's like... A part of me is, I'm having that Wonder Woman issue where a part of me is like, is there actually not that much to talk about with this film? <laughs> I mean, not a lot. I mean... It was more middle of the road than, like, yeah, good, good. Yeah. But it was 
good enough. I think in terms of like the Thor films, it's probably the second best, but that's not particularly hard. Yeah, it's it, for me. It's it's definitely behind Ragnarok, but it's still a massive improvement on the rest of them. Yes. Yeah. But that's also because Ragnarok is Ragnarok is arguably like the best MCU film, to be honest. Mm. Like, yeah. It's up there. As much as I really enjoyed Ragnarok, Shang-Chi's, like, kind of... Shang-Chi's tip, fun. Tipped it for me, I think. We never did a review of Shang-Chi, did we? No. Oh. That's a shame. Yeah. That's a shame, she. That's a shame. <laughs> I can't even say that. Like, <laughs> like the words can't even come out of my mouth. That one. I can't, like, wrap my tongue around that one. Shame-chi. Shame-chi. Shame hmm. 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 So, <laughs> so... I mean, I'm kind of just looking at um, <clears throat> the uh, Easter eggs. Oh, Thor's goats have a name. What is it? Tooth Nasher and Tooth Grinder. I wonder which one's Tooth Grinder. Yeah. So, um... These are actually in the comics. They're Thor's well-known, trusty, mythical goats who pull his chariot. Oh, cool. So, like, they, they picked that up. I did like the bit where he, he got the goats and um, mm. the guy was just like, yep, these yep. are a gift, you can't take them back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how he just pawned him off. That was hilarious. <laughs> so apparently also do you know the bits when he was interacting with the Guardians of the Galaxy mm. do you just love like how much they kind of wanted to get rid of him at that point like they were just sick of him so <laughs> I'm not sure if they were sick of him it's just I think it's very much Star would be like you're kind of like stepping on my shit stepping on my shit but also like even the others they kind of by the end you know when they were saying bye to him mm. they didn't even like say bye did they they yeah. just they just got rid of him and flew off yeah <laughs> yeah because I think cause he kept messing up their jobs. Mm. Yeah, 100%. He basically steals the light from them. Yeah. I think that's, like, the main point, that, like, they want to have their own kind of success. Yeah, like, he's overly powerful for yeah. what they are. But I think that's, all, like, speaking of, like, how overly powerful he is, like, with the character, like, you thought, it's difficult, because he's, like, so overly powerful. He is a god, end of the day. Like, it kind of... It's difficult to work with. Yeah. But I think Tyke's just done a fantastic... A way better job with it than anyone else could have. I guess because you make the character actually workable and give him personality. Because you always have to ground them in order to be able to mm. um, make that story work. And like, there's only so many times you can take away his hammer mm. or take away Stormbreaker. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess the the way they did that this time is basically focusing on the romance. Because I guess like his power and him being able to win the fight was never in question. Ooh, a bit good bit of trivia. Mm. So the final battle were battle battle battle. And now I want fish and chips. I am going to get fish and chips for now. That's decided. Good. <laughs> so in the final battle between Thor and Gore, the God Butcher takes it. Or that battle takes place in eternity, mm-hmm. and in the kind of eternity kind of shrine, you see loads of statues. One of them is Uatu, the Watcher, who mm. plays a big role in the What If series. Ah. That is fucking neat. So that's um, the what's his face, the Watcher. No, um, yeah, the Jeffrey Wright Watcher. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you t- see two unnamed celestials in the omnipotent city. <laughs> omnipotent city. Yeah. When do they go there? Um, that's the uh, where they meet Zeus. Oh yeah. right. Okay. Um, what What did you make of the uh, journey to the center of the earth? To meet the um, the what's it called? The eternity. Because what what is that law? It's just like all of a sudden he just goes. Yeah, so if you go to eternity, you get a wish, and it's like, wait, what? There's a genie in the middle of the earth? Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if that's an, part of an actual comic. Probably. Like, comic story, like, part of, like, a mainline comic series story. Yeah. But, like, 
it just seems like a random thing to pull up. Yeah, it literally is. It does feel a little bit plot like, conveniency. Like, like it did. That's what it basically felt like. It came like a very kind of plot conveniency. Like they could have maybe like built towards that a bit more, or like told like a bit more for like a story from like a mythological kind of point of view. <laughs> it's just. It's just... Oh, by the way, there's this thing in the middle of the yeah. earth and it grants wishes. Yeah, Zeus would be like, no, he's never going to be able to get his wish granted. He gets his wish granted? <laughs> yeah, basically, that's how it was introduced. Yeah. Mm. But I think it's also... I think, I'm not sure if it's, like, kind of left put in there for convenience or, like, brought into that way for convenience, or is this just, like, Taika's kind of general kind of, like, mode of comedy where it's just, mm. like, added that way. It's hard to kind of decide between It's hard to figure it out, but it's like, I feel like for stuff like that, they should probably build up at least a little bit. (laughs) So, um, the space dolphins, that's also well-known things. Um, So, the space dolphins that um, Jane and Thor see see while they're, like, having their little romantic moment. Uh, On the boat. They're apparently uh, well-known... They're well-known supreme beings um, who roam around in packs of six. I was going to ask, so that's a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy thing, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Dolphins in space. Yep. Dolphins in the sky. Yeah. No. Is it? The dolphins that go to space. That go to space, right. Okay. Is that just a common thing? (laughs) Dolphins in space. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, like, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, that's quite an old series, isn't it? Maybe they drew inspiration from... Yeah. The dolphins going to space. (laughs) (laughs) Funny enough, I read the first book, did not enjoy it. Oh, you took a Hitchhiker's Guide? Yeah, I thought I would. Is it the actual guide or is it the story? <laughs> so I read the first book, which is The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, mm. and didn't enjoy it. I thought I would, but... What's it about? Is it about? Is it like the film or is it... Basically, it's basically the film. The film? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Is that why you didn't enjoy it? Because you already knew what was going to happen? No, I, I just don't think I enjoyed like the kind of overall kind of plot of it. I mean, it, it goes a bit beyond the film. I just don't think I'd like appreciate the way it was actually written and the way it kind of flowed. To be honest, it's not my kind of, yeah. It's not your kind of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. No, it's not my guide. <laughs> I'm gonna take a different guide to the galaxy. You <laughs> trying to get the rest off these fucking um, Easter eggs and stuff. There we go. What did you make of um, Natalie Portman Thor? Like in terms of how she, how she performed? Yeah. What did you think in terms of her arc? Like the whole cancer thing. Yeah, I mean, it's in keeping what happens in the comics. I mean, they could have easily led... I'm not sure how it plays out in the comics. They could have easily led to, yes, um, having Molnir just just lets her basically fight the cancer and gives her, like, well, like powers. Yeah. But they went to the direction of it's not helping her at all. It's just prolonging inevitable. Hmm. It's, it's a difficult decision to make, but I think they played it quite well. I thought they played it quite well. It was interesting at the end when... They did the wish thing. Yeah. And go so I thought the wish scene was really strange, right? So Gore wishes for his daughter to be back to life. And then he dies. And then he turns to Thor and he's like, look after her. And I bet Thor was just like, what the fuck? I just lost his girl and now I have to look after someone else's child. <laughs> also, that's his daughter in real life. Is it? Yeah, uh, Chris Hemsworth, not Christian Bell. Oh, cool. Yeah. I really thought you could it's gonna be Christian Bell. Yeah. But yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, that's why they they did all that. But um that's what I'm saying. It's like, they just went, hey, look after my daughter. It's like, dude, you were just trying to kill me like five like, seconds ago. Why would I do this for you? Like, fuck off, that's my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell her you were a terrible guy. It's like, ah. <laughs> but no, I thought that he was going to turn around and be like, um, I'm, di- I'm going to die. So you know what? Like, you, I'm going to wish away her cancer. Mm. But I thought, I don't know if that's like in poor taste towards people who have cancer. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Because like there is a certain message you're sending, which is like your your medical treatment has no chance of helping you. Or you, the only way you're gonna save yourselves is to you, go. You remind me of the Make a Wish Foundation, which is like kids <laughs> towards kids terminal, 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 terminal. <laughs> anyway, but that bit is like she dies and. She turns into dust and, like, floats away. And I'm like, does that happen to everyone who dies of cancer? But also there's the f- fact that she goes to Valhalla at the end. Yeah, she so, goes to... But she doesn't die fighting. No, she doesn't. But, which is because, um, what's... When Thor sees Sif... Yeah. And who, like, puts a call out and that's how he gets... Yeah, he's like, technically you didn't die, you died. Um, yeah, you, you technically didn't die in the battle, so you can't go to Valhalla. Yeah. And she's like, shit. Shit. But, like, Jane still goes to Valhalla, but I guess, like, battling cancer counts as a battle. I mean, it's worth, like... I, I mean, in the figure of speech. Yes. But, like, she she didn't die fighting fighting. Like, if they're going to be mean, that she, technical... She it. <laughs> if they're going to be that technical about it in the Sith situation, hmm. unless Thor was wrong... And she would have actually have gone through. Also, did that line about eating kids. That was, like, so throwaway. And I feel like only a specific type of audience people would, like, really enjoy it. Yeah. I found it funny. I found it funny. Um, Asgard's actors were amazing. Got Matt Damon, Sam Neill back, and then mm. Melissa McCarthy to play Hella. Incredible. And, uh, Liam Hemsworth yep. played for Denny. Yeah. That's funny. Imagine being one of the Hemsworth brothers and just being like, man, Luke, like... Luke Hemsworth, actually. Which one's Liam? Is there a Liam Hemsworth? I don't know. I think he's like the more disappointing one. Is it? Because <laughs> <laughs> I know there's like two. Obviously, Chris Hemsworth and Luke Hemsworth are like the tall ones. Mm. Um, and then there's like one who's really short. <laughs> it's like there's like a Danny DeVito on the party. <laughs> there's the twins Hemsworth. Like, yeah, the Danny DeVito <laughs> from Twins. Okay, <laughs> Danny DeVito Hemsworth. And they call him Thun. <laughs> It's like <laughs> Cub Hebsurf. Let me see, what's his what's his actual Oh yeah Yeah, it, it's like so um Heimdall's son, he goes by the name Axel. Oh. Uh, yeah. Oh like Axel Rose. <laughs> yeah. Um so wait, Luke is the little one? I don't know. Liam is the Hunger Games one who played Thor in, in Ragnarok, mm. I think. No? No. No, okay. So, in... in <laughs> so, the one who plays Thor in the play mm. isn't the one who's in Hunger Games. Mm. It's the other one. The other one. The other one. Right, okay. That makes sense to me now. So, I'm just looking at who they got to play. Um, Hercules is the guy from Ted Lasso, Brett Goldstein, isn't it? Yeah, he looked... Remember we were saying he looks like a buff Jason Schwartzman. Yeah, he does. He really, really does. He, <laughs> he really fucking so does. He, like, it kind of freaked me out a little bit. I thought it was like a joke. Mm. <laughs> I was like, Jason Schwartzman, but blown up in like a, a bodybuilder suit. But, um, yeah, um, in the comics, um, Hercules wields a golden adamantine mace. Adamantium mace? Yeah. How the fuck does he get adamantium? I'm assuming he discovered the metal because he's so old. Or that. Uh, well, in this, are they going to bring back adamantium and be like, oh yeah, it's just as strong as vibranium? Was vibranium always in the comics or did they only bring it into the movies because of adamantium? I'm, no, I'm reading this bit, sorry. As well as being a long-time frenemy of Thor and potential LBT, LGBTQ plus hero, yeah. Hercules has led his own comic series. So potentially he could be, yeah. 
Huh. Our first hero. Right. So he could be another hero. Yeah. Potentially. He's supposed to be heroic, I guess. Yeah. Wouldn't be spice if he just, like, chases it out at some point. Like, yeah. fuck you, dad. I, like, also, I have to, match, I have to admit, like, Thor and Love and Thunder really kind of hits, hits home how much we love the kind of concept of, like, killing gods. Yeah. Particularly the two of us. Like, we love that shit. Like, we eat that shit up. We eat that shit up. I, I mean, to be honest with you, like, gore, in my head, I'm like, this guy's like a palette swap of Kratos. Mm. <laughs> basically bold. Yeah, basically, isn't he? Like, he had the same white skin. Bold, and the... white skin, pale, <laughs> just thin. Thin, exactly. Although, do you know what? Saying, talking about, like, thin and stuff, I did, after watching this and after playing God of War PS4, I'm like, I want to I wanna get buff. Like, I want to get super ripped and, and use an axe. Because <laughs> that's what they both have in common. Mm. I was like, I really want to use an axe. Yeah. It's like one of the most satisfying like scenes of movies when um, Christian Bale in American Psycho just like plants an axe into somebody and he gets that spray of blood in the face. And Jared Leto. Yeah. Especially because it's Jared, it's Jared Leto. Leto though, yeah. Yeah. It just makes it so much So much better than seeing him get like fucking axed. <laughs> that's why everyone loves that scene. So I, was, I was telling you in the car like how satisfying that looks. <laughs> and one, one of my friends is like, yeah, that would be so fucking nice. <laughs> because it's Jared Leto. That's why. He just inspires violence. <laughs> I just want to go to a butcher like, do you mind if I plant this fireman's axe into like a like big piece of meat? <laughs> just be like, and do you mind if I put this Jared Leto mask on the piece of meat? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe if I buy it afterwards, they'll let me. Well, okay, so Jared Leto gets, like, um, sliced open with an axe in American Psycho. Classic. Hmm. Jared Leto gets beaten the shit out of in Fight Club. Brilliant. Classic. Jared Leto dies of AIDS in Palace Dies Club. Classic. So, like, bad things happening to Jared Leto tends to make really good movies. Yeah, it's it's what the people want. It's what the people want. Look at look at the uh, uh, what you call it, uh, Do- uh, Justice League, Snyder Cut, or Suicide Squad. When you're giving him like a a role where he doesn't die or gets like shit on. Yeah, you're you're gonna get like you. You're, you're gonna, gonna get panned. You're gonna get panned exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You look at Morbius. You can yeah, you get Morbius basically. He he, he, he was sick and he gets better and the movie did awful. <laughs> it literally fits in with your theory so well. <laughs> it really does actually. Him dying, great movie. Him getting better, oh no. Oh no, no one wants to see that. No. <laughs> we have to deal with alive and well Jared Leto in real life. <laughs> Maybe if we kill Jared Leto, like everything in the world will get better. We 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 make we we make the timeline like yeah. cleanse the timeline. <laughs> it was that Simpsons episode where they like the the guy that's actually seen more skin up. It's uh, Armin Tanzarian. Yeah. It's uh, the, pr- the principal and the pauper. Yeah, and they get rid of the old one. Yeah. They just put him on a train. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that. But fire him into the sun. <laughs> oh, God. And that's... even if it doesn't work, we're like, hey, we don't have Jalito anymore. And I was like, well, the sun sucks now. Yeah. <laughs> but sun. we don't have Jalito. At least we don't have Jalito. <laughs> just the, the whole sun becomes one big Jalito face. And we refuse sunlight. Oh, that'd be so weird if he just took over the sun. He just took over the sun. With it. Well, the sun was just like, yep, fuck this, and just noped out because they don't want to deal with him. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, we tried to get rid of Jalito. Tried to get rid of him. He's now taking over the sun. <laughs> it's going to be one of those situations where, like, even when he dies... But then we can take another page from The Simpsons and just try and block out the sun. <laughs> try and block out the sun, exactly. That's the only way we can move forward as a society. The, um, the only way we can... The, what, what would typically happen is... 
uh, Jared Leto dies and gets buried, and it'll like poison the water and all the nutrients in the earth. <laughs> There's someone we need to break the Leto curse. Yeah, and then like even if you burn him, he then goes into the atmosphere somehow mm. and like makes us all sick. Like that, if you told me Jared Leto is why the situation in The Last of Us is a thing, yeah. I would be like, yeah, makes sense. I mean, I like to think like what like one of us will go really, really far and like maybe get like the highest office in the country or something. Yeah. And we're like, we go to the United Nations and be like, guys, <laughs> we have a problem here. We have a Leto size problem. We need to. We have a very Jared Leto size problem, should we say? <laughs> you, um, it's probably gonna be like if you become like the the general doctor, like secretary, chief executive of of, of like a medical trust. Yeah. And then like. Fucking um, health secretary and then prime minister and then. Well, what if you become supreme fewer? Well, because in terms of in terms of like power over medicine, what if you become like the head of the WHO, the World Health Organization? Organization. What if you become the head of the WHO and you make an official recommendation that Jared Leto needs to die? (laughs) (laughs) Outline like a twelve point plan. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, we've sorted malaria. We've fucking. Conquered measles and rubella and tetanus and everything. Now, Jared Leto. <laughs> now, Jared Leto. Or it's like all of those diseases have gotten worse. Yeah. And the common problem yeah. is Jared Leto. Mm. <laughs> you, um... <laughs> you're just like, here's my 12-point plan. And they're like, um, just to let you know, we don't have enough fuel to sh- shoot him into the sun. And you're like, this is my one-point plan. <laughs> <laughs> my 12-point plan inject- involves injecting him with 12 different diseases. <laughs> They all combine to make a super disease. He's a petri dish of a human being. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna name this entire segment. Like, you know, when I do the time codes, yeah. I'm just gonna be like shitting on Jared Leto. And it's like, <laughs> however long we are in, like 50 minutes till one hour and 20. <laughs> it's like, often or not in this podcast, we get to a certain point where I'm like, how the fuck do we get here? We digress a lot, but yeah. I think that's part of our charm. That's the ambivalence part of it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I think. Because we just don't give a fuck when it comes to the structure. Yeah, very much We so. do whatever we want. We make the rules. We make the <clears> rules. <throat> and we don't even follow them. And we forget to follow them. We sometimes have that, the, what was it, the wheel of segments where yeah. we throw a dart at the wheel and see what segment comes up. Mm. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you have a corner. Sometimes you have a... And sometimes we get halfway <laughs> through the podcast and remember we have the wheel. And remember we have the wheel. Like, we, inv- we, we invent the wheel. We literally reinvent so the wheel. So necessary. Every time we do a podcast. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> me yawning is not a good sign. No. Um, so, it's because it's so hot. Yeah. <laughs> Next segment, I guess? Or should we just, like, wrap up on Thor? Yeah, I think that's a wrap on Thor. Okay, cool. Well, so, yeah, as we said, um, this, was, this was a goat. Yeah, it was a goat. And I think uh, I'm interested to see what they do next in terms of Thor specifically, because, like, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling a little bit of Thor fatigue. Or thor fatigue. 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 Um, it depends what what direction they go with it. But I, mean, I, I don't think I could take another Thor film, which is in the same tone as, like, Ragnarok and this. Hmm. Because it's like, there's only so many times you can do that type of humour without it being like... This is <laughs> That's the sound a goat makes. That's the sound a goat makes. Yeah. We could have just had one of those books that children have and be like, goat says. <laughs> <laughs> That's baby goat. That's many goats. Is the rest of this podcast just going to be listening to goats? It can be the end of the sound clip. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. I'll, I'll clip it, don't worry. Cool. Anyway, um, 
What was your point? Sorry, I got distracted by the goats. I said, uh, do you would you want to take another for Thor film, but with the same sort of like tongue in cheek tone as this and Ragnarok? So it's like the dialogue is similar again. Having in mind, I love comedy, but even I was yeah. like, I mean, I feel it works. Like you've given him personality, you've given him depth. It's the only way you can counteract the he's an invincible being. Yeah. You've got to work on some other level. And this works for Thor. He he has that odd charm between being funny and also kind of having... Kind of working some kind of kind of slapstick on occasions. And yeah. just having, like... Being having serious moments as well. And he works quite well as an actor for having, like, romantic kind of drama working around him. Mm. So it, he's versatile and it works. And I think him just having these other dimensions just works a lot better for him, given that he's an immortal being. What do you think they're going to do with his daughter as, like, his sidekick? I don't know. I think there's probably going to end up... I feel like there might be, like, a time jump. Hmm. That would make most sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's been away for a while. He comes back, his daughter's a bit older. He get blipped. Yeah, she's fighting strong and, yeah, that's more for... That's that's my... That's what I think will probably happen. Hmm. Makes sense. But, um, I'm more than happy for Taika to do another movie with the Thor franchise and I think he's probably got... I feel like he's... Got the best grasp of it. Got the best grasp of it. Yeah. Considering the first two movies. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like it's it's developing quite well. Yeah. No, that's fair play, man. And to be honest, wherever it goes, like, inevitably, we will get to a point where everything feels oversaturated. Mm. So I mean, at this point in time, given that this phase is still quite early days, you don't have a quite sense of direction where things are coming towards. Mm. So once we probably have more direction... We'll probably see things change a bit. Yeah. We'll get more structured to the story. Things will probably also improve. It's kind of like how I felt after Captain Marvel before Infinity War, only that there isn't like an Infinity War that I know is coming up. Mm. But I remember feeling after Captain Marvel, like, yeah, cool, that was a fun film. And this was an origin film, um, as you have, you know, as, as they have been doing quite mm. a few times. And then it's like, there's not that... Do you know that tension you had at the end of Infinity War? Mm-hmm. Where you can't, like... You just can't wait a whole fucking year for Endgame, but you have to? Yeah. I, I'm looking forward to that again. I don't know when that's going to happen. We're probably way off a bit, aren't we? We're quite a way off. Because I, I don't see any of the tension build-up at the moment. Mm-hmm. No, 100%. Like, it's we're so early into this phase. It, there's none of that at the moment. Which feels so Wait, weird, it, because it, it's, it's... It's both liberating, and also it, it detracts a bit from the actual overall enjoyment. Yeah, it did, For me, it detracts kind of from, like, enjoyment of each individual film. Mm. Because I don't like that. There's a part of me thinking, how does this fit into the grand scheme of things? Yeah, th- that's also the difficulties. Because, like, you're, lo- you're watching these films, and you're, then you're, afterwards you're thinking, how does this fit into the big picture? Why yeah. are they going with this? What are they doing with it? It does leave a, a lot for speculation, which can't, which isn't always the most fun position to be in. It's not the most fun position to be in. And, like, we always end up... We, like, we specifically always end up talking about, whoa... Uh, I, I always like, think... We always like link it back to our comic books and see how yeah. does this go, how do these Easter eggs like work in, how does this go? Yeah. yeah. What's, what's canon and what's not? And sometimes like this kind of format doesn't really work for films as well as it would a TV show mm. because there's not like a guaranteed resolution in the next episode. Mm. So it's like, for example, at the end of Eternals, which was nearly a year ago, um, Arishim, this time I remembered his name because we kept calling him Aramesh. Um, Arishim... Where, where did he get Aramesh from? I think it was like a... We just kept... Because in my head, I'm thinking Marrakesh. Marrakesh is not the name. Yeah. 
I remember, exactly. <laughs> um, I don't remember what we got. Aram- I kept we kept calling him Aramesh during the episode, and I went, Wait, "Is it Arashim?" And they were like, "Remember, because he we that's that's the episode where we kept doing the I don't know, <laughs> Davey. Davey, and it's because Arashim grabs him and you yeah, know, yeah. like they're still being held captive by him. Yeah, and it's like you don't have a resolution to that anytime soon or you don't know when that's going to get resolved. Yeah, interesting. And as much as I did not really care for the Eternals, you still want to know you what happened. You want answers, damn it. <laughs> yeah, you want answers at some point. Yeah. But yeah, man, I think that's a good wrap on Thor. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> goat. Goat. Goat enough. Goat enough for me. Yeah, goat enough for me. Not as goat as Ragnarok, but still goat enough. Yeah, still goatiness. Still, still on like the upper echelons, not upper echelons, middle upper echelons of all the Marvel films. Yeah. And there's so many now, there's like way too many now to be able to make a list. So we're not doing that. And we're not ranking them against any other films because fuck that. I can't be asked. Yeah. I mean, when you've got so many directors and so yeah. many producers, it's hard to like rank them between each other. It's a miracle it all works, to be honest. Yeah. There's <laughs> so many different visions and so many different It uh, helps that like, all of us are just massive fanboys anyway, so... Yeah, exactly. Honestly. Anyway, I guess now's a good time to move on to like, the, the final segment of the show. Which is... Drumroll. Drumroll. It's the um the one where we talk about... And this is the name of the segment, by the way. The one where we talk about what we've been playing slash watching. Cool. Kick that it, one. Kick it off. Kick it off. What have you been playing slash watching? Um, so Aside from Thor, Love and Thun. Plus, besides Law, law <laughs> Fav and Dun, um, I have... So, as I said, I beat Resident Evil 4 again. Mm-hmm. Then... I I started playing Assassin's Creed 2, because mm. I hear that's the good one. Mm. And then I'm going to play... The Ed- so you went straight to 2? Yeah, because 1 isn't Ezio. Um, okay. So my friend Chris, who's the other comedian who also is like part of Creative Chaos, uh, he basically is like a really big Assassin's Creed fan. And he was explaining to me which ones are like the canonical Ezio games. And then the Ezio collection came out. And the collection is like 2 Brotherhood... And, like, two other games. Mm-hmm. So I'm obviously not going to play all of them, because I don't, like... This gameplay style is fun, but it's not, like, addictive-addictive. Yeah. I've kind of had the same feeling of Yakuza. Yakuza. Yeah, because, like, Yakuza... I imagine all of the games, besides Like a Dragon, are very samey. Yeah. I mean, the story's always great. The yeah. The sidequests are always incredible, but I got up to fourth one, like, I need a break. Well, there's only so much of that gameplay style you can play, right? Exactly. Is it, like... Are they still RPGs? No. Do they still... It's not in terms of turn-based combat? No, in terms of turn-based combat, you get XP, you get to upgrade your skills and that kind of stuff. Okay, so... In that kind of sense. Right, it's still, yeah. like, RPG elements. Yeah. It, you don't get... You don't have, like, a... Oh, the guys in front of you are a certain level or something. Okay. To be fair, it doesn't say you're a certain level either. You just have XP, you get XP, you spend it on skills. Right. Okay. Because I want to play Judgment. Yeah. I can't remember if it... Ha- and I played, like, maybe the first hour and a bit of Judgment... Because um, that's a Yakuza game, but mm. it's like a darker yeah. sort yeah. of setting. Mm. But even that's like really silly and fun. Yeah. And it was one of those I played on PS Plus and I never like really got back to it. But I think you definitely play the um, Yakuza Kiwami games because they are so fucking good. Because it's basically one and two that have been remastered and they are so fucking good. Really? Are they better than Like a Dragon or is Like a Dragon the best one? Um, I'd say they're probably like two is incredible. Really? Two is fucking incredible. How long are they? Um, they're both 30 hour games. Okay. Because in my head, I'm like, I always prioritise shorter games. 
Yeah, they're about 30-hour games, and but I, I love doing side quests, so I always end up spending a bit more time on them. Okay, okay, cool. Because the side quests are, like, the more interesting bits. No, I'm just a fucking bitch, I guess, for side quests. Because <laughs> I'm the kind of guy, like, even when I was talking to Chris about this Assassin's Creed game, I was like, there's loads of side quests, and he goes, don't do the side quests, just go straight for the main story if you want to, like, just play for the story. Because mm. he goes, that, that game isn't, like, a RPG, mm. so there's no point in doing a side quest. Whereas I'm assuming in... Like, when I played Xenoblade, however... Yeah. I put in nearly 100 hours. Yeah. And that's because I played a lot of the side quests. Yeah. There's too many to be doing it all. Like, I could not imagine completing so, Xenoblade. So like, like, for example, one of the side quests in Yakuza is it's recurring. Like, basically, this guy is spending, like, ludicrous amounts of money on a hostess. Okay. And every game, he's basically trying to kill himself. Okay. <laughs> it's you basically stop... You basically stop him each time, he's... He's killing himself over a different reason. Well, because he's... Basically, the overall one is he's spending too much money on this woman. Okay. Who's clearly not into him. And yeah, but it's, it's like... It, it occurs like three or four times. It's so quite funny. Are the Yakuza games sequential? Like, is it is it linear story or is it... Linear story. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're playing as the same Yakuza guy. Yep. And that's his name, Yakuza guy. <laughs> uh, no. No, okay. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely worth playing. I, I do love the first two games. They are so good. Okay. I'll give them a go at some point. Yeah. I'm really bad with this whole, I'll give it a go at some point. It's just that there's such a big, giant backlog of games that I need to play. Have I ever led you astray? You've not very often led me astray. Yeah. You must have at some point. Like, there, there must be bad examples of somewhere down the line. I'm trying to think of one. I'm trying to think of one, too. Um, I've been like, is there an anime I've told you to watch that you've not liked? Uh, no, but I also don't. Like, I've not watched so many anime that, like, most of the anime I've watched have always been highly rated to begin with. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, 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 a, I'm not a real anime fan. I'm a plastic anime I fan, clearly. The games I've told you to play, you've liked. You've liked, you like Dragon Quest, but that's obviously a great game. That's yeah, like it's a bad example. You liked, you played, um, Earthbound, right? Or did you play Go Straight to 3? I played, I played most of 3. I went straight to 3. I don't know three. why you did that. I, because I, I, I don't know what it was. I think because it was easy, it was more accessible. When I played it, because it was like just a GBA game. Um, I'm trying to think. It's more been the opposite, where instead of you recommending something, is you don't like something, and then I like it. So it's kind of like, you'll tell me you hate it and it's not worth doing, and then I'll really enjoy it and be like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> that got a war, I guess. No, not got a warp. I think, I'm thinking prime example for me is like Super Mario Galaxy. I remember the number of times before I ever played it, I was like, I've heard it's amazing, and you're like, it's fucking terrible, duh. <laughs> I just think it's very repetitive. It is very repetitive, yeah. And like, once you get past that initial while, you're just like, I'm just doing the same level over again, it's slightly different, mm. and I'm still getting a star. Yay. Yeah, I, I see, I understand that criticism. I, um, I mean, like, you can only get a so past so far with its looks and its soundtrack. I enjoyed, I enjoy platforming, though, quite a bit. Yeah, so do I, but I think it only goes so far when you do the same thing over and again. Yeah. Still really good. (laughs) (laughs) The the, the game is like... You're a fool. You're a fool. (laughs) (laughs) But like, yeah, your your detractions have led me... Have not led me astray, because I've always made my own opinions. But you've you've had more wrong detractions than you've had wrong... Hey man, pass up because I'm working. (laughs) (laughs) More... What am I trying to say? Like, you've had more wrong detractions than you've had wrong, like... 
positives. You know what I mean? You don't recommend something and it's have a... I'm a man of strong opinions. <laughs> yeah, basically. Which is fine. It's good. It's good to have strong opinions. It's good to be more negative. Like, sometimes we're so positive on this podcast, we're only, like, saying good things about whatever. Like, for example, Forges now. We were just like, yep, it's good, and Natalie Portman's good, and, and Hemsworth is good. Instead of just being like, yeah, well, they're all pricks. <laughs> maybe, I don't know, maybe it's our fault for choosing bad content. Maybe. Maybe. But, but anyway... So, back to what we were talking about. What we're playing, what we're seeing, what we're watching. Yes. Um, have you been... What? So, we've already done your anime corner, haven't we? Basically. Um, well, I, I kind of touched vaguely on it, but I mean, I'm watching like other stuff as well. So, what have you been watching anime-wise? So, I'm about 100 episodes left on Naruto Shippuden. So, oh. it's key that they're fighting in Madara, and it's quite good at the moment. With I, amazing I feel scenes. like I'm at a point now with you and my friends where everyone is weirdly invested in you... Being into Naruto, like <laughs> I mean, I'm quite impressed with myself because I started the, I started Naruto the 220 episode series back in Easter last year. Yeah, and I finished that by Christmas, and Christmas I started Shippuden, and now I'm about 100 episodes left. Ah, <sighs> just the idea of it taking nearly two years to it's, like. It's taken about a year and two months so far to get this well. Are you gonna watch Boruto? Probably not. Probably not. I've had bad things about it. Well, Chris was saying is like one good episode every 60, which... <laughs> not worth that. That sounds really I mean, bad. I have standards. <laughs> that sounds so bad. But yeah, I'm, I, for like the sense of like nostalgia and times for like the previous characters, I don't feel that's worth it. From, from what I sound like, the one good episode out of 60 is when you've got like the old characters in it. Yeah. So I don't feel that's worth the watch. No, and I can imagine with you bum-rushing the whole series, it's probably not going to make you endear yourself to the characters as much as, like, somebody who... Probably, probably not. No. Probably not. But, but um, in terms of what else I've been watching, Record of Ragnarok um, didn't have the best ratings, but again, you're killing gods. Is that quite old now? No, it came out about last year or the year before, I think. So it's, it's fairly new, at least, like, within the last two years. Is it, uh, is it like, continuous? Is it still going? Still going, yeah. So it came out on Netflix. Basically, um, uh, a millennium's just passed, and the gods have to decide... All the gods across the entire universe have to get together, mm-hmm. and they decide the fate of humanity. They decide it's a lost cause. One of the demigods comes along, so like, fuck that shit. Why don't we have a battle for humanity's... Battle for humanity. So they pit God against humans. Mm-hmm. Humans get, like, augmented with, like, a demigod's powers, and they fight mm-hmm. really fucking good. It sounds really fun. So, like, one of them is Zeus versus Adam. Okay. Another one is, um, I think what's his name's Lao Bao. Um, he's like the, um, he's like a famous Chinese general. I was about to say, he Lu- he's in Dynasty Warriors. Lu Bu. Lu Bu. It's Lu Bu, yeah. yeah. He's in, he's in yeah. Dynasty Warriors. Um, another one is Poseidon versus, like, a famous, he's like a, I think he was like a Ronin or something. Yeah. Is it Yoshitsune? No. But yeah, it's um, <laughs> it's these uh, yeah Poseidon versus a Ronin, really fucking incredible. Mm. Um yeah, really good fight scenes, incredible, definitely worth, worth watching. I think the next one is um, Jack the Ripper versus <laughs> I want to say Shiva. What the fuck's he gonna do to Shiva? Is he gonna like try and you know? So they all get augmented with like a weapon. I don't mean in terms of the power. I mean like. What's he going to do with her body? <laughs> I, I don't know. If he kills her. I don't know. Because, <laughs> like, Jack the Ripper wasn't a fucking iconic no. in terms of... So that's the thing. It's people that aren't necessarily, like, heroes from their age. It's mm. just people that have, like, renowned killing skills <laughs> that they've kind of, like, wrote into this, like, death death, like, death battle. And they're more than happy to oblige because they like killing. <laughs> and then the last one is Jared Leto. 
Unless one giant letter. Against, against. Who, who which, dice. And humanity is doomed. <laughs> and humanity is doomed. It's like, what has he been killing? His career. Uh, what else have I watched? Um, so, I think one of the doctors in my area, she recommended Horomiya to me. Okay. Which is like a anime set in, uh, I think it's, yeah, it's anime set in a high school about like these guys and this guy and a girl who live completely different lives, but they find they have a lot of common, just like on a day-to-day basis, which is, which is really nice and sweet watch. And I also got recommended Monthly Nozaki-kun, I think it was called. Monthly Nozaki-kun. Yeah, so basically it's about a guy who like writes this, a really socially inept guy who has no fucking clue about actual people. Hmm. The only thing he knows about is how to write manga. <laughs> And basically, a girl like says tells tells him in the first episode at the, on, at the beginning, it's like, "Oh, I really like you," and he takes her as a wish that she wants to work for him and that <laughs> he likes his work. So he basically kind of gets her to work for him. Really fucking funny. Really fucking good. I enjoyed it. Nice. Yeah, that's probably what I've been watching the last few series. And I think uh, one thing I want to do is I've got a few uh, series that I've been like left over my hard drive that I've kind of got halfway through or close to finishing, like. Mm. Um, the basketball that Crocker plays. I just want to finish those. So I've got like nine episodes left. And I think I can power through it. Residual anime. Yeah, residual animes. And I've still got like 25 episodes left on Ruin Kenshin. But I don't want to watch it. Because <laughs> the guy's a pedo? Yeah. I'd say it's like 20 episodes. But like, yeah, the guy's a pedo. <laughs> I've watched so much. But it's still staying on my laptop. So I'm like, should I finish it? I can't be honest. You may as well. Like, you didn't pay for it. I mean, I've always, already finished like the best arcs. At what, what's considered the best arcs. I'm being like readapted like 10 million fucking times. Is it one of those things that once you look back on it and you view it, you view it through the lens of knowing the guy's a pedo, is it you rewatch it and you're like, oh my God, it was so obvious? <laughs> Not so much. <laughs> Not so much. <laughs> Not so much. It's more about like a kind of a samurai just trying to find peace with his life. Not like a commentary on the age gap of... Or the, the age of consent. No. Unless, <laughs> unless the final 20 episodes take a very weird time. <laughs> I can imagine. That'd be so funny. And the guy's like, you are a disgrace, Oni-san. <laughs> just like the age of consent in modern day Japan. <laughs> 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 I, I wouldn't point past that. But, like, there, there are also, like, a few series I'm watching, like... Um, I'm sort of like watching like stuff that I've already like finished and been completed in terms of like series. Right now, ongoing series. I'm watching, still watching Dragon Quest: The Adventure of Die. Okay. Pretty good. I think it's like episode, like sixtieth episode or something. Is the guy a luminary? Um, basically. Yeah. He's he's the Dragon Warrior, which is basically the luminary. Luminary, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's pretty good so far. Um, there's a series I used to watch back in 2012 called Hataraku Malsama. Okay. The devils, the devils are part timer. So basically, like, in an alternate world, like, the devil and his minions have waged war against humanity, but he gets his ass kicked, so he travels to the human world and he gets turned into a human. And now he's just trying to, like, live his daily life, and he works in that like, McDonald's kind of chain, <laughs> and he's trying to build his empire back up. That sounds really funny. Whilst working at McDonald's. You, um, so you have a lot of, like, residual anime. How do you get into this position where you, you just have loads of episodes left over and you don't carry, carry on? Why do you start a new I, anime I without get dis- finish? I get distracted. By new anime. I am so fuck. I get so easily distracted. So you're like with anime that I'm like with games. Basically, yeah. Basically, because I don't like see games through very I mean, often. Like, I was, I, was, I told you, I said before, I restarted watching Scrubs. Yeah. I got to season six and I just stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I've literally just deleted it off my, like, hard drive as well. I just stopped. To be fair, season six is very good. Did you manage to get to the convention episode? Yes. That's like right at the end, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. 
Dr. Toilet. Faster move. Faster move. <laughs> but also... Um, Get some help, sir. I'm really looking forward to um, this um, upcoming autumn season anime. Okay. Because a lot of things are coming back, such as autumn anime. What rhymes with Roundup? Roundup? Roundup. Um, I was trying to do like, like a jingle for anime Roundup. So it'll be like... Um, no, because that's rhyming up with up. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you didn't you didn't set the bar up how low I could rhyme. <laughs> it's like uh trying to just trying 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 to get the autumn schedule for anime up because yep. there's quite a lot of uh, things on the fall season that are really good. So Mob Psycho um season 3, so the guy that they did um One Punch Man. Well, Mob Psycho is supposed to be amazing. It's so fucking good. Animation's incredible mm. and I love the intros and outros. My Hero season 6 is coming out, Spy Family Part 2. Oh, yep, I watched Spy Family, which is incredible. Um, my hero can't I really can't like, I can't get into it again I can't get into I'm it again I'm so behind but I, well, this is the thing like, season 5 sucks so much um, Golden Camoy season 4 is coming out this autumn which is going to be incredible that's like, one of my favourite series that Doug introduced me to okay there's a series called um, Odyssey Yatsura which actually initially came out in the 80s but they're redoing hmm. um, which should be interesting um, Pop Team Epic is coming out with a second season which I cannot wait for because it's fucking absolute nonsense those are the two characters what the fuck? They are terrifying. They are absolute monsters. And it looks like a, but it's like, like the entire series is basically just a bunch of non sectors. It looks like just like overdose. Songs literally, literally <laughs> the entire series is a bunch of non sectors. It's incredible. Hmm. Bleach is of course coming back this autumn, I believe. Um, I am gonna put myself through that, <laughs> and I am ready to be hurt again. Is Bleach just filler? No. Well, it got to a point where the filler was so bad and it was becoming so frequent and the anime, even the main storyline, didn't end so well. Mm. But, like I said, that was all canon. I... So it's interesting to see what they do with the 100,000 year Blood War arc. I will say this from now. If Naruto ever gets the Kai treatment, I'll watch it then. It's not going to happen. But if it does, because why would Dragon Ball get it and Naruto... Like, isn't Naruto just as popular? Or like, at least... Yeah, but I think... So, it's interesting you mention that, actually, because some people have actually... There are torrents available where people edit, edit out all the filler and stitch together entire episodes and create, basically, a Kai version of their favourites. Yeah, I don't want that. I want the official yes, Kai I, I, I know, but yeah. people actually are so passionate about their series that they do these kind of things, which I think is really neat. But, um, yeah. Yeah, no, I want the official Kai. Yeah. Because I imagine some of the voice acting is shit as well. And... <laughs> I mean... The Japanese voice acting is solid. The, um, the original English is awful. Yeah, I know he sounds really weird. I remember Doug saying to me that he watched the original Naruto series in, with the um, English voice acting, and it was, he said it was painful, and then he watched the um, Shippuden as Japanese, and he said it was so much better. So much better. Yeah. Fair play. But, like, what I often do with Naruto, like, if there's, like, a bunch of um, filler episodes... I literally switch it to English, increase the speed of the episodes, <laughs> and I just power through it. I can imagine watching it like two times speed. Oh. So, like, one, I think the max you can go up without, like, significant, like, audio and visual issues is 1.33. Okay, so that's literally, a fair bit. I have this down to a freaking <laughs> arm, man. That's so, one and a third. Yeah, one and a third times normal speed. Fair point. Which is, you can get through, like, a 22-minute episode in about 50 minutes. Yeah. That's just... It's not too bad. Pretty good. Yeah, that's not. It's still not great. But yeah, but when you think of it, like if I was on break on a night shift, I could do like four episodes in an hour, um, eight episodes in a two-hour break, and I could basically get through like quite a lot. Uh, nice. But yeah, that's my roundup corner. So it'll be like, 
If you want to stay in one piece and you don't want to get ground up, make sure you listen to Amrik. It's his roundup. That sounds like a very um, American nineteen like uh, like nineteen thirties like pharmaceutical ad. That's what I'm trying to go for. Yeah, yeah, you nailed it. <laughs> uh, I feel what? like he should be selling cigarettes in a different age. <laughs> um, what rhymes with corner? Just you know, for one year in the corner. Mourner. Mourner. Um, if you don't. Mala mala fruit yeah. corner. I was about to say. I was gonna say. A mala fruit corner, as you say. <laughs> yes. You just rhyme corner with corner. Yes. Um, no, it'd be like... And this is why I'm not a rapper. <laughs> the only thing holding me back. It's like, uh, uh, take if you don't listen to the recommendations, then your mother will be a mourner. You... Solid. You'll, you'll die on watching bad anime. So instead, listen to Amrik's Corner. Sounds terrible. That was terrible. Yeah, I think Roundup works better. That rhyme gave me cancer. That rhyme gave you cancer. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Are you going to also turn to dust at the end of this episode? Yes, and I'll go to Valhalla. Valhalla. <laughs> <laughs> Which is awkward, because none of my family will be there. No. Maybe if anything, that's a positive, positive, right? You never know. I don't know. I can imagine you dying in battle, to be honest. Against what? <laughs> well, we still have to, like, enact like, the... Like, a load dog. of goats. I've got to say... Fighting Jaredito. It's fighting Jaredito or, like, the dog versus uh, bird war. Yeah. The dog versus bird war was pretty sick. Mm. And if they, if it consumes us, then so be it. If you are wondering what we're talking about, listen to the last episode. Yeah, listen to the last episode. <laughs> It'll change your life. It'll change your life. Um, I think that's good. I think that's about it. I think that's about as far as I'm willing to go, because I'm getting hungry. I'm getting so tired. It is so hot in this room. It's the middle of summer, ladies and gentlemen. There's no air con. England is not built for the heat. No. As a people, we're not built for the heat, and our houses aren't built for this kind of heat either. Exactly. But um, thank you to everybody who's listened. Uh, uh, thanks to Amrik. And thanks to Zane. <laughs> for making a comeback. I mean, really, if it wasn't for like one of us not being here, this wouldn't have really happened. No, exactly. So, you know what? I'm glad to be back in the in our corporal forms. Yeah. And I'm glad that we are maybe able to do like a few more episodes before you go yeah, off I mean, to med school. Coming into this reality is only really worth it if we get to do a few episodes. Yeah. If anybody ever wonders where we disappear, just like, you know, I'm saving lives. He's got things to do. And I'm, I'm, I guess, doing arguably more important work by making people laugh. <laughs> Laughter is the best medicine. Aside from morphine. Morphine That's... is also very good medicine. Morphine is very good medicine. I imagine. <laughs> but like, one of my friends got admitted to hospital, and she's a nurse as well. Okay. She had, like, some minor surgery. And she was like, oh, guys, everyone else in, in the bay, bay around her, she's like, guys, you guys should try morphine. Morphine's really good. <laughs> so, like, she literally had a bay full of patients around her asking for morphine. Because they all prescribed it, because they also, you know, also had major, like, minor surgeries. Hmm. And, like, you had a bay full of, like, people just tripped out on morphine. <laughs> what is the efficacy of you, like, the ethical side of things of you like prescribing your own medicine if you're no that's very much not allowed not allowed yeah not allowed okay so for, for my interviews and for my um situational judgment test i was just like religiously reading the um gmc's good medical practice and you're not allowed to prescribe for friends or family or okay. yourself or yourself yeah and you can't you can't get someone that you know to prescribe for you okay so say if you came to me like i'm i've i've run out i'm run out of i don't know morphine could you get <laughs> could you prescribe me some i'm like dude no yeah. Okay, but but, but, sh- no, but, no, but no. what if what if I'm gonna say something like oh, Amrik for to make this next podcast episode better we should be on morphine. 
Then I, I, I really thought you were going to say something like, for this podcast episode, Amoka will like perform minor surgery on my brain. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that level. Well, one day. That yeah. can be like the Patreon tier. Like, uh, yeah, if it'll you, be, if you we'll, we'll, we'll live stream that one. Yeah, if you donate over a certain amount, you can watch Amrik do brain surgery on me. <laughs> I come well, back. Uh, like, in reality, it'd be like weird, like mirror tricks, and it's like you're technically in a different room, but you're still talking, <laughs> and like they're looking at someone else's head. <laughs> and then someone be like, "Why is that guy white?" I thought that was Zane. <laughs> That's a white brain. <laughs> That's a white person brain. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening in. It's um, always been fun. It's good to be back. This has been the train of ambivalence, and we have probably gonna see you guys soon. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you guys soon. Maybe next week. Or you'll hear us soon. Mm-hmm. And have a go terrific day. Yeah. <laughs>